After all this time, CNN finally reported on the news, and their viewers were so angry they had to apologize. <laughs> I mean, they, oh, what's up? This is Marque saves the republic. We may be coming closer to saving this, uh, saving this country than we think, especially when it comes to the media. What what Chris Licht did with the Donald Trump town hall on CNN, I really, I'm going to be honest with you. I think is, uh, I think is going to be one of the most monumental and most memorable moments in the history of modern media. And the reason I say that is because everybody who works at CNN, other than Chris Licht, is furious with their own network. They're furious with their own boss, and they feel it necessary to apologize to the viewers, who are also, let's be honest, furious with them, for what they saw at the Trump town hall. And in fact, yesterday was the, um, it was 8 o'clock, and uh, I turned on the TV, and I was still on CNN, which was baffling to me because my TV's never on CNN. But of course, the night before, I was in my office at home, and I was watching the CNN town hall with Donald Trump, which we went over. I mean, again, the only Donald Trump continues to win from this thing, too. Not only did Donald Trump win, not only did he get a fantastic uh, rally out there, not only are you going to see a boost in his poll numbers, and in fact, in places like New Jersey, we're already seeing a huge boost in his poll numbers here in Florida. He's beating Governor Ron DeSantis in the polls. So we're seeing all of that. Not only that, but CNN's boss got the ratings that they wanted for Wednesday. And CNN, their reputation, apparently, with their core audience has been irre uh, irreparably damaged. Irreparably damaged. And I know that because Keith Oberman <laughs> took to Twitter to tell everybody that uh, CNN's over, folks. Nothing to see here. Let's just burn it down to the ground and start over. Listen. It was the Hindenburg disaster of TV news. CNN must fire its CEO, Chris Licht, for an abomination unprecedented in American television history last night. Its new owners must sell the network whose brand they irreparably destroyed last night. E. Jean Carroll needs to sue Trump again for the new defamatory comments he made about her last night. And moderator Caitlin Collins needs to sue her agent for ending her career last night. Most importantly, all mainstream American news organizations must now look solemnly and unflinchingly inwards to understand that if you simply assume, as CNN did, that if you apply merely the textbook journalism rules to a candidate who will utter any lie, slander any person, manipulate any fear, and betray any part of democracy, you will inherit the wind and destroy that democracy. All that and more in the Thursday Countdown podcast, available now wherever you podcast. Oh, look at that. That sounds like a winner. That sounds like, some, that sounds like something I definitely want to listen to, not. Uh, anyway, but Keith Olbermann, very upset. And, and he said, There's, this is a disaster that's never before seen, that, that's never before been seen on television. Really? Did he not see Geraldo Rivera open up the empty Al Capone vault after two hours of a live broadcast? only to find like a dusty old bottle and a bunch of maggots. I mean, come on, this is not the worst thing we've ever seen on television as he never witnessed the, the real housewives of, of Dubai. I mean, come on, there are way worse things that we've seen on television. In fact, I thought this was one of the best pieces of television I've ever seen. Now, of course, I'm not a diehard liberal lunatic CNN watcher, and that's maybe why. But a lot of diehard left-leaning liberal CNN watchers were just so mad. They were just in fear. They couldn't believe it. They could not believe, oh my God, what were they watching? What were they doing? What was CNN doing? This wasn't a town hall meeting. This was a Donald Trump rally. And Donald Trump is a misogynist, homophobic, transphobic. He's a xenophobic. He's a racist. He's a white supremacist. He's an insurrectionist. He's a fascist. He's uh, Vladimir Putin's puppet. And he's up there getting applauded by other Americans. 
and getting a standing ovation on CNN, their favorite liberal-leaning propaganda uh, powerhouse. So, of course, these people are beside themselves. Their best friend, their trusted source of information, crossed over to the dark side. Now, for CNN, it worked really well because they were number one in the ratings. Overnight, CNN had a 3.3 million, had 3.3 million viewers. Now, to put that in perspective, 3.3 million viewers is about what Tucker Carlson had on his very last night on Fox News. Now, keep in mind, that was a Friday night, so it wasn't even his biggest audience, but it was clearly the biggest audience of the week. It was the biggest audience, I mean, they've had in forever. And CNN won, not only the night, but they won the day. They won with their the coveted 25 to 54-year-old demographic. And um, anyway, I mean, look, when you're CEO of a, of a major media network, you would think, you would think that you would get high praise for doing your job, for making your network number one, for creating an event that brought in so many eyeballs, especially in the demographic that is coveted by advertisers, and especially during May Sweeps Week. I mean, this guy should be getting a bonus. He should be getting a company car and a trip to, I don't know, a trip to, to, you know, to Portofino or something. But no, he's getting uh, railroaded and everyone's calling on um, now Time Warner to cut him loose because he was able to stimulate interaction and attraction to his to his network. Now, the 3.3 million, again, it's not sustainable, unless, of course, you bring Donald Trump on every single night, which they're not going to do. But it, it, it does show that when you have a news network and you you create news or you report on news that everybody is interested in, or when you, create, when you uh, report on both sides of the news, because that's really what they did. They had Donald Trump, who's a huge newsmaker, they had Caitlin Collins, who's a huge lib. They had him on the same stage. They went at it tit for tat, blow for blow. And at the end of the day, they won. They won the day by showing two different sides of the coin. And nobody can handle it. Anderson Cooper, Anderson Cooper, yesterday, again, I turned on CNN. It was just on. I didn't mean to watch it, but I did. And it happened to, happened to me right at 8 o'clock. And I caught Anderson Cooper apologizing to his audience. Now, I don't do a lot of things that I feel I need to apologize for. Sometimes I do things I need to apologize for, and I don't. Anderson Cooper, all he did was show up for work. All they did was put on the Republican frontrunner, and Anderson Cooper felt the need to apologize to his audience. Listen to this drivel. This is how he started. <laughs> Anderson Cooper 360 last night. Here we go. Many of you have expressed deep anger and disappointment. Many of you are upset that someone who attempted to destroy our democracy was invited to sit on a stage in front of a crowd of Republican voters to answer questions and predictably continued to spew lie after lie after lie. And I get it. It was disturbing. It okay, was hold on. It was disturbing. The news, Anderson Cooper has been working at CNN, what, 20, 25 years? He's the face of the network. If you've ever toured CNN, I toured CNN in Atlanta before they had to shutter their, their, their studios because, well, you know, lack of everything. Uh, but Anderson, Anderson Cooper is a news guy and he's disturbed. He understands. Well, frankly, I was watching the news on my own network and I was disturbed. Well, welcome to the club, Anderson. Now you know how the rest of us have felt watching CNN for the past 20 years. Uh, here's what else he said. It's disturbing to see and hear that person refer to a black law enforcement officer as a thug, an adjective he used many times to describe black men and call Caitlin Collins, the moderator, nasty, which is what he calls any woman who stands up to him. It was disturbing to hear him speak so highly of QAnon conspirators and insurrectionists who assaulted police officers in our democracy on January 6th. And it was awful to hear him spread ridiculous lies about the election. And it was certainly disturbing to hear that audience, young and old, our fellow citizens, people who love
love their kids and go to church, laugh and applaud his lies. Okay, so now he's not all, and this is what's really, this is what's really key. This is why they're really upset. If it had been Donald Trump one-on-one in a studio, if Donald Trump had been sitting on a panel, if it had been Anderson Cooper going to Mar-a-Lago, sitting down with Donald Trump, talking it out, broing together, editing it up, just a one-on-one mano a mano or whatever. I don't know if, I don't know what Anderson Cooper, I don't know how he identifies. Um, but anyway, but if that had been the case, there would have been none of this. There would be no uproar, uproar, there'd be no solemnity, there'd be none of this melancholy, apologetic atmosphere going on at CNN. Why? Because they could have just said, this man is crazy. This man is horrible. Do not vote for, this is the kind of thing Joe Biden's up against. But there was an audience, hundreds of people, hundreds of people who applauded Donald Trump and cheered for Donald Trump and gave him a standing ovation and yelled out, we love you. Go get him. Do it again, Donald Trump. They asked him questions. They loved the answers. And that's now what CNN is most upset about. That's what they're really distressed about. They saw not only does Donald Trump have a plan to save America, does not, Don, not only does Donald Trump feel patriotically about this country, not only Donald Trump does Donald Trump love this country and want to do whatever it takes to fix it after Joe Biden and the Democrats have destroyed it for four years, not only that, but there's a whole bunch of other people out there that feel the exact same way. And that's why they're so upset. That's why they're so shocked. They knew exactly what Donald Trump was going to say. Donald Trump, they said it. They, here's, the, here's the lie that CNN is telling you. And I'll go back. I'll try to pull some clips for noon. Here's the lie that Donald Trump is telling you. They knew what Donald Trump was going to say. Every single one of those people said it's the same Donald Trump. It's the same message. It's the same thing he said two years ago and four years ago. It's lies about the election. It's lies about this. It's racist comments. It's thuggery. It's all, it's, it's just him bullying, calling Caitlin Collins a nasty woman. They knew because they said he's the exact same person. Then how the heck can they be shocked? You can't know Donald Trump and expect Donald Trump to do this and have Donald Trump come out on stage and then act like a victim, like you're somehow, oh my God. Donald Trump came out on stage and I'm utterly, totally shocked and appalled that he did exactly what we thought he was going to (gasps) do. There is no shock. They're appalled not at Donald Trump. They're appalled at the audience. They're appalled at the conservatives in New Hampshire. They're appalled at me. They're appalled at you. CNN thinks you're disgusting. Anderson Cooper thinks you are disgusting. Fun fact. We all feel the same way about him. Anyway, here's the rest of it. This is where it gets really good. And his continued defamation of a woman who, according to a jury of his peers, he sexually abused and defamed. As good a job as Caitlin Collins did trying to fact check him, it is impossible to fact check fully because he lies so shamelessly. Now, many of you think CNN shouldn't have given him any platform to speak. And I understand the anger about that. Giving him the audience, the time, I get that. But this is what I also get. The man you were so disturbed to see and hear from last night, that man is the front runner for the Republican nomination for president. And according to polling, no other Republican is even close. That man you were so upset to hear from last night, he may be president of the United States in less than two years. Okay, now two things here you need to pay attention to. Number one, his voice literally cracked. This is how soft this guy is. You know, I, news people used to go into war zones. News people used to like confront terrorists. News people used to go up against, you know, tyrannical monarchs with the, the, the threat of getting beheaded. That's what news guys used to do. Now, Anderson Cooper, is his voice is cracking. He's on the brink of tears at the thought of Donald Trump uh, rising once again to, to, the, to the presidency. I mean, that is not the kind of, not the kind of masculinity we need in our news leaders. 
I mean, even even there's women out there who have more balls than Anderson Cooper who can report on Donald Trump without 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 cracking their voice. And, oh my, this is what you. Also, the second thing you need to realize, and um, you'll hear it again in the the rest of this, he never calls Donald Trump by name. He calls Donald Trump that man. Like the way they never call Voldemort by his name. They call him he who shall not be named. It's a, it's a, it's a juvenile thing to do, especially if you are the face of a major news network. Donald Trump's name is news. You know, they'll say Vladimir Putin. They'll say Vladimir Zelensky. They'll talk about Hitler all the time, but they won't say Donald Trump. He refers to him as that man. Like he's some kind of, like he's some kind of demon who if you speak his name, he'll appear and suck your eyeballs out of your face and then uh, sink his fangs into your neck and draw all your blood out. So you're just this, this weak, shriveled sack of skin. I mean, it's really, it's really pathetic. And I think what, I think Anderson Cooper's monologue last night did more to damage CNN's already horrible reputation than anything Donald Trump said. Here's the best part. And that audience that upset you, that's a sampling of about half the country. They are your family members, your neighbors, and they are voting. And many said they're voting for him. Now, maybe you haven't been paying attention to him since he left office. Maybe you've been enjoying not hearing from him, thinking it can't happen again. Some investigation is going to stop him. Well, it hasn't so far. So if last night showed anything, it showed it can happen again. It is happening again. He hasn't changed, and he is running hard. You have every right to be outraged today and angry and never watch this network again. But do you think staying in your silo and only listening to people you agree with is going to make that person go away? Okay. Anderson Cooper inviting his audience to never watch this network again. Anderson Cooper telling people on CNN, you have the right to never watch this network again. Music to the ears of MSNBC and Rachel Maddow. And the reason, I want you to understand this, the reason he's telling the audience, I understand it. I get it. I understand why you're so mad. I understand why you want to turn CNN off and never watch us ever again. I understand why. The reason is because they covered the news, both sides for once. And opening, when you're, he's saying, you know, you, you could live in your silo. Well, you have been. What they're doing finally is they're opening up the door to the silo and they're showing all of these snowflakes, all of these, all of these pronoun pirates, all these people out there who, you know, believe that the climate change crisis is the biggest thing we've ever faced. Well, except for COVID. Oh, and also, uh, you know, the, um, the, uh, the white supremacy. Those are the biggest, those are the three biggest threats. COVID, which is why a lot of them still wear masks, uh, white supremacy, and also climate change. And I'm going to be honest with you, <laughs> we have a lot bigger problems than that. And none of the people they're putting forward are, have been able to or will ever be able to fix them. And these people are walking out of their silos into the real world and seeing that there's just as many of us out there and we think very differently than they do and they can't handle it. So what are they trying to do? They're trying to cancel the network. This is exactly what I wrote about the woke folk, which I don't have a copy of because, well, we're still moving studios. But the, and the, and I said the woke folk are going to cancel each other. It's going to come down to the point where there's no one left to cancel and they're going to go after each other. And that's exactly what's happening. CNN showed a backbone for once. CNN for one hour reported on actual news. CNN for one hour showed the other side of the coin. CNN for one hour introduced their crazed socialist, you know, uh, totally partisan viewers 
that there's a whole other half of the country out there and here's what they think and here's who represents them. And now they can't take it. They want to burn the whole network to the ground. I mean, I'll look, they can borrow my matches if they want. <laughs> they got, I got a, I got a lighter around here somewhere. Have at it, folks. Anyway, listen, we got more to cover on this. We have so much more to talk about today uh, during the Mark K Show, which airs, I know you know this, but I'm going to tell you again, noon Eastern, 11 Central on all of our Catriot Radio Network radio stations. Uh, a lot more of you, by the way, have been downloading this podcast every single day. I know you're subscribing to it and sharing it. I love that. And if you take a minute right now, just 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 text this out. Just copy the link to the podcast, wherever you're listening, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever. And send it out to like three friends and just say, hey, guys, I just listened to the Mark K Saves the Republic podcast today. It's gold. Take a listen if you get a minute. Or, hey, guys, if you're ever looking for a good podcast, here's a great one. Because we're always trying to get the word out there to as many people as possible. Unlike CNN, we like it when millions of people listen to our podcasts. Unlike CNN, we love it when millions of people tune in. We enjoy and we encourage new viewers. We don't, we don't, uh, we don't, you know, mourn. The fact that we do something that becomes uber popular. So uh, definitely do what do, you know, do whatever you can to help spread the word, because we want everybody to know that there are, we have we have victories, we have defeats, we have stalemates, but we've got to keep fighting every single day if we are all going to save the republic.